Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. How you doing, friends? I am doing well. Yeah? I was about to say good, but I heard my third grade uh, English mm-hmm, teacher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't, you're not doing good, you're doing well. That's it. Miss Patterson, she's all just <laughs> like that. So I'm doing well. Doing well. How about you? How you doing? I'm great. I'm really, really good. Right? I need some of your happiness. You've just been all happy lately. Nigga, you I want to be upset. happy, right? <laughs> No, I'm happy for you, but I want some shit. I'm out here struggling. Yeah, no, you're not. You, you're feels not. Feels like it sometimes. You, that's you want right. to be struggling. No, I no, I don't want that to be mm-hmm. my walk. <laughs> I don't want that for you either. But I'm, I'm really, I'm doing really well. I'm blessed and I'm grateful though. That's Amen. always those, that's, those two are always. I'm there. living in that realm. Yep, I think yep. for the rest of 2019, I'm just allowing myself to be very grateful. Okay. No and, grat- gratitude is everything. And just man. thankful of where I am because I know where I used to be. There you go. <laughs> I've always liked that quote. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Amen. That was a good way. Amen. That was a good way. Uh so. We talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. on a previous episode when we were talking about our creative endeavors and, mm-hmm. you know, our other creative outlets. And I think we stumbled upon a little at the topic of imposter syndrome. Yes, because you apparently don't call yourself a creative. Oh, you don't feel like you're one. I don't feel And the, the good definition, not the influencer oh, okay. creative. <laughs> um, even you know that, I, mean? yeah. I feel a little like, yeah. I don't know that that's. I could do yeah. I own that? Do I, I don't know. Well, okay. Well, I I I can't come for you a hundred percent because I know there've been, especially when I first started shooting, but probably for the first year and a half. Oh wow! Okay. It probably took me about that amount of time, almost two years, before I could like actually call myself a photographer. Yeah. Like people would ask, "Oh, I've seen some of your stuff. Are, are you a photographer?" I'm like, "No, I take pictures." I my <laughs> nigga, I literally was about to say. I never call myself a fashion designer. I just make clothes. I make, yeah, so I make clothes I've, it took a long time yeah. for me to own that and like lead with that. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm a photographer. Yeah, not I take pictures. Yeah, it's a difference. It's very much so difference. And I think I think that's I think that's a little bit of imposter syndrome. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Let's uh, let's, let's okay. talk about it. I know so, you did. I know you did your googles. I did because I like somebody, I, and I think we'll talk about this a little later. But like I. I this concept this this notion this idea was really foreign to me mm-hmm. um and then you had never heard of it before? I'd heard of it before but I, just because you hear of something doesn't mean that like it lives with you or that you understand or that you it. understand okay. it okay and then somebody was like oh, at my new job uh-huh um, because they're very big on like showing appreciation and yep. giving people accolades. Oh, that's a thing that yeah. jobs do. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, you heard it here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's fucking. It's fucking with me. Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm, it's very foreign to me, as you and I both know. So why you leave me behind? You didn't take me with you. I think I want you to come. I'm trying to find a gig for you. Oh, I've been on their page a few times. They didn't have nothing <laughs> they don't for have me. I checked. Believe me, I, was like, I, I need checked. my brother here, bro. Y'all need him. 
But my bad. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. (laughs) So they they value their employees and value the fuck out of us, and they support the shit out of us. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But it's weird. Right. Like it's a little uncomfortable. If you're not used to that. Yeah, because it's like so many thank yous and so much. We couldn't do this without you, and and I'm just like. I'm just here to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Uh-huh. And so one of them was like, do you do you think you have a little imposter syndrome? And I was like, bitch, imposter. <laughs> you, uh, just, you just didn't, you didn't like how that landed I, on ooh, you. I, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. You know that Diane, uh, that Diane gift from Blackish when she was like, hey, no, I'm just like, the fuck are you talking about? I know who the hell I am. I'm not impostering anybody. Well, before you keep going, tell 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 me and the listener a little bit. What was the context? What was the conversation? Did she pull you aside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Had yeah, she no, given was you it? some feedback and you didn't maybe take receive it well? And she's like, oh, well, no, you really No, it was do. literally like, <laughs> so I'm very new at this job. And mm-hmm. I this is like the first position they've never had a special somebody who specializes oh so in this is the events. first time they've had this position yes. as well okay yeah and okay. so um this the roles that i have now kind of just lived with other people got it and i think this was like one of the first tasks that they had given me and i think that i over i, I i'm a low expectation high deliverable person yep yep and i think that they were very wowed by the work that I did and so I was getting it from like all ends and I was like y'all please stop Uh I'm just doing my job Uh and so one of the one of the women that's on my team was like you why are you why are you you this way (laughs) why aren't you let these people love on you (laughs) why won't you accept these things and I was like I don't know I'm just here you know I'm just out here trying to work Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. and she was like well do you think that you have a little imposter syndrome like why can't you accept Accept, all of these uh, things and so I I appreciate and I um I appreciate her a for pulling me to the side and having having this conversation with with me yeah yeah but I didn't know how to receive it because I was like what the fuck are you talking about? What is, <laughs> what is imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. So now I did a little Google. Okay. And well. so from the Harvard Business Review. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're getting fancy. You listen. We okay. coming with the realm of Harvard. <laughs> from the ivy walls of Harvard. <laughs> well, they say, they say that imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inac- inadequacy that persists despite evident success. Impostors suffer from chronic self doubt mm-hmm. and a sense of intellectual fraudulence okay. that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. They seem unable to internalize their accomplishments, however successful they are in their field. High achieving, highly successful people often suffer. So imposter syndrome doesn't equate to low self-esteem or a lack of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. In fact, some researchers have linked it with perfectionism, mm-hmm. especially in women and among academics. So me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> now, now you can own it. I was like, now I get that. That. <laughs> that I can understand. So I said yes to everything <laughs> you just said. Oh, okay. Period. <laughs> So we're reading this now at Harvard. Is what we're doing. I was like, "Well, just fuck me over. Why don't you? Goddamn! You could have called me first. I listen. Before you put it in the journal. <laughs> Not the review. Damn, the review. We could have had a conversation before you published all this. Oh man. No, that's real. I I was nodding the whole time you were talking. I got nothing. <laughs> no comebacks. You got me. It's done. 
So I was like, fuck. <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe I do. But you know what it is? I think this is all a thing that obviously you and I have felt at different points. But I think just having the language for it, just knowing Makes that. Makes it very clear. And and for me, it was also, it was also a little um, validating or kind of like, oh, okay. I'm not the only one. Yeah. For a time, I was like, yo, maybe. What the like, fuck is wrong yeah, with me? Yeah, what the fuck's wrong yeah. with me? People are trying to pat me on the back, congratulate me, and I'm just here being yeah, weird and awkward and like, oh, it. yeah, thank you, I guess, thanks. I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only person that does this. Literally Got that. it. The word tribe. <laughs> There's more of me. Oh, we need to find our community. <laughs> a little meet once a week. Exactly. Right? So did you guys no, accept a, an accomplishment this week? <laughs> how was that? I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to <laughs> Hi, Hi, my name is. <laughs> Yo, we're the same fucking person. I can't stand you. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, but literally that. But so okay. But, but so you were familiar with imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Do you think was that something that you ascribed to, prescribed to? Do you you this is your your bucket and you've been oh, living no. in it? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And and it's it's what has always been tough for me to separate is. I'm 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 a pretty humble dude. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to separate am I just being humble right now mm-hmm. or is this like really just me living in this imposter syndrome? Yeah, yeah. It's been hard for me to separate those two. Yeah. Cuz I've you're never like, You're like an aggressively humble person. Like, <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. How is one aggressively I, humble? I'm just going to say it cuz it feels right. <laughs> but like you like that's something that's very important to you. It's yeah. like being humble. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably just a combination of a whole bunch of things. I'm sure a little bit is my personality, how I was raised. Um, it's just, yeah, just put your head down, do what you got to do. Like you were saying at work, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing my this job. This is my like, job. I didn't think I was doing above and beyond. I was just, I just clocked in and mm-hmm. did what I had to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but I think even in that, even in doing your day to day or doing your job, or if it's more your creative outlets. It's there's still something to be said about not being able to fully own your accomplishments yeah. and walk in them and 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 I think especially for us as uh as creatively minded a better way to say it sure. instead of creatives as creatively minded individuals <laughs> um there is a there is an element of it and this is something I've had to just accept and find figure the fuck out of just um self-promotion mm-hmm. you gotta be able to talk about your work and you know oh why do you why are you into this type of photography why do you, you know all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and and kind of just gassing yourself boosting yeah. yourself up that's a part of it it's hard you can't i can't think of many people at the at the top 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 who, who are, are able to do that who yeah. are just meek and quiet yeah. and especially in fashion i know if we're talking about I the know. fashion world that don't exist i know <laughs> but doesn't that make me like special <laughs> that'll be the one thing that's right apart. exactly mm-hmm. well when when i'd be curious when did you first start feeling you know you didn't know what imposter syndrome was maybe until recently but when did you start feeling some of these emotions always is it a new thing was mm-hmm. it from your childhood like i'm and curious a lot of in, in the research that i did a lot of them were saying that i'll um imposter syndrome does get affected to you when you're younger like you kind of start remembering maybe you weren't the best student Mm -hmm. or um like if you had siblings like being compared to your siblings Mm -hmm. kind of well you were the oldest i was the oldest but Mm. i oh the comparison was still there yeah oh that's right yeah we talked about that yeah 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 yeah. my brother was everybody's favorite Mm mm-hmm 
Um, and so a lot of that, but like I've always been somebody who has been a participator. Mm-hmm. Like I was in all of the clubs and I played all of the sports and I was on all of the dance teams and all of that kind of stuff. And it was kind of, those were like my outlets, um, of expression, but like I never, I remember I never used to tell my mom about my recitals or things like that. I never used to tell her about. Oh, really? Yeah. She didn't know? Just like being your no. mother? Like, PTA I mean, because like when I was back in, to school no. nights, they're not telling them about what's I going mean, on. I mean, I think she, <laughs> I remember my dad came to one volleyball game. Okay. And well, what grade is this? Uh, maybe like sixth or seventh grade. And um, show the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. Good. But it embarrassed the shit out of me. That happened to me one time. And I think I told my mom to tell him to not come anymore. Yeah. And I think that really hurt. Of course it did. Yeah, but it was just, it was too, it was overwhelming for me. I couldn't handle how excited he was for me. And then I think that was kind of just a thing now they knew to not come to my stuff okay but like i kind of i i resent i not resent but like i'm a little i definitely regret them not being there Uh um but yeah it was like so hard for me to like have people praise me Mm -hmm. um and i do i wonder where that comes from you know what it was for me and this is not to toot my own horn. I, it's not a thing I usually do. Mm-hmm. But like, and it's something I've I've I've, I've um, saw flowing around online, um, where kids who are I, I hate I don't hate the word, but gifted. You've heard sure. that term. Mm-hmm. Like you know, maybe they're just not. And I'm not gonna say smarter, but, but maybe they pick things yep. up mm-hmm. faster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the way the education system set up, they tend to excel. Yeah. You know, taking tests, well, all of that. Um, you were one of those kids. I was one of those kids. And so for me, it was just like, it, it's not that I was doing something above and beyond. You were just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just being test. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's not mm-hmm. like, because I wasn't, I wasn't up all night studying yeah. hard. Uh-huh. That kid who did that, they need a pound. Yeah, I, right. I didn't do that. No, I, 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 don't, I still don't know how to study. <laughs> I have a master's degree. I don't know if I ever tackled yeah. learning how to study. Wow. Um, Cause yeah, things just came naturally. I'll, I'll I would absorb information fairly easily. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just like I'm just I'm just operating. Yeah. I'm not. This is not me at a hundred or even trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is not me trying. Yeah. I can tr- I can try. <laughs> this is me just getting by. Yeah. Yep. So so I think for me in school in particular, that maybe was the seeds of it. it was kind of like I don't know if I deserve all this high praise because. I don't feel like I did that Anything much. Special. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I, I really yeah. did it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. up all night writing this report. I, I banged out this essay in like an hour. <laughs> like Rude. I wrote my thesis in like a week. I think. Are you kidding? I wrote my best thesis in a week. I'm a, well. That's also because I'm a procrastinator, and that's not. I'm trying to rid work, myself yes, of that please, energy. We need to work out of that. But a thesis is supposed to take you months. Yeah, I got, a I week? got like a 97 on it. I'm yeah. so <laughs> because I'm the antithesis of that. Like, yeah, I remember you talking about that I in season not, one. I'm not a good, like, I was a great student. You were probably a better student horrible, than me, if we're being horrible honest. Horrible test taker. Okay. I barely, <laughs> I barely got into high school. I barely got into college. Okay. Like, you know, thank you, CAT program, Pace University. Appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah, like, all of that stuff was always so hard for me. And it, my brother is very much you. Like, it, he doesn't mm. need to study. Okay. He okay. always, and he always did well in school. Um, and so that comparison of even knowing that I'm trying my very best and I'm doing everything that I can and not 
succeeding, I think that's why I leaned so heavily on my extracurriculars because that was a place where I knew based on the effort that I was putting in that I was being successful. Yeah. But I didn't want people to see me be successful. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Well, and I'd be curious cause just because you've, you've shared with me and with our listeners a little bit of your experience, I wonder if some of that was also rooted in you maybe minimizing yourself. Because I know there's times where you've said that you saw that that's what women did in your oh, family. Oh, yeah. I wonder oh, if wow. that's a part of it. I'm playing therapist right yeah, now. Yeah, look did at this you, have, Edna S. Right? Did this have an influence on maybe how um, you viewed yourself? Just curious. I wonder if that maybe plays into it a little bit. I think I, I yeah. Oh, fuck. Obi. Oh, you are ready. No. My therapist be doing that to me once um, a week. <laughs> <laughs> Making connections I never saw. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder on some level maybe I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm abs- I'm I yeah mm-hmm. because I think about like there were times where I it's stepping aside to allow space for another person mm-hmm. is something that I've done my entire life mm-hmm. letting someone else get the shine yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and I think that it's very easy for, and I if I'm being honest a lot of that had to do with um, my own insecurity, my weight, mm-hmm. feeling unattractive. It was kind of just all of that combined. Yeah, just yeah. like, uh, it's okay, Nana, you don't, let's just step aside and... You and, don't need the spotlight. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. And mm-hmm. I never, and there were so many times where people wanted to give that yeah, to me. For, I'm sure there were. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or felt I was deserving of it. And like even, and I, again, I was so active I've always been so active in school but it was always to enable me to give opportunity to other people okay like I was student I was class president oh were you yeah okay I this I, is where the, the little politician was born oh. <laughs> little political science. Yeah, I lost okay. to Allison McNeil oh, sophomore year. I will never fucking Ooh. forget. Oh, shit. And then I got that bitch still, back. Still and I'm not a bitch because she's a very sweet lady, I'm sure. This is high school. High school. Okay. Sophomore year, we ran against each other and I lost. Uh-huh. And then she ran again for junior year, but I won. Mm-hmm. And then I won senior year. I was senior class president. I wanted to be student body president, mm-hmm. but the dean of students had issues with me i have a funny story about oh, my interaction okay. with class president okay right? story time yes oh man you just reminded me this i think this was freshman or sophomore year i had never gone ran for student government until uh-huh. i got to high school and i think i was doing it just because everyone's drilling down you thought oh you gotta have extracurriculars yeah, you gotta yeah, get yeah. your yeah you know when you're applying for college and all that and i was running with this kid's name was sam schneider and i forget i think he you was going for, for class president okay. and i might have been going for I, f- I don't even remember if it was vice or if it was like secretary it was, okay. it was something those. under Got it. and but the plan was that we were going to run on a ticket we were sure. going to run together <laughs> okay right yeah so and this is this is did you guys have to do like an assembly you like did in front of and class? we had a, like a we had to record our speech to be played oh, over so the TV oh so it was TV. a whole thing it was a thing yeah. so same here but ours was like an assembly mm-hmm. everyone comes into the auditorium mm-hmm. boom bang and at that point I was not the most comfortable speaking, speaking in front of other people mm-hmm. yeah not so much so he goes up he's doing his whole speech and at some point in the speech he says like you guys can vote for me but you don't have to vote for Obed and I was oh. just like Oh, <laughs> I'll just sit oh, there no. like, oh, why? Oh, and then like, you know, you have everyone's reaction and then you're just like, oh, okay. And I'm just sitting there. I'm already uncomfortable. Right. I would have been uncomfortable even if everything was going swimmingly. Right. 
but now we've added this to the mix. Like, fuck me. Just, Who cares? Just, and you know, there's like, there's different levels of like dread, but like <laughs> teenage dread is like, it's like a, it's like a, it's a whole it's thing. Like a, it's like at your, at your, at a, on a molecular exactly. level. Exactly. Like, that was just like, <laughs> dissipated. Like, you don't exist anymore. I've now evaporated. There's molecules in yeah, me off the road. around. <laughs> Needless to say, that was the first and last time I ran for oh, a class no, <laughs> What's that? What was that motherfucker's name? Sam. Oh, he's cool. I'm not yeah, gonna. Whatever. But... Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Nigga, you asked me to be on your ticket. Why are you gonna throw me under the bus? Who does that? We made signs and everything. I thought we were this together. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Trash, bro. I Damn. apologize on mm-hmm. behalf mm-hmm. of other student body presidents. Yeah, thank you. I needed that. I needed that. <laughs> you didn't deserve that, friend. You didn't deserve that. But anyway, just a yeah. quick little story time. But I do, I do wonder <sighs> if, like, if that has something to do with why. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it, all, all the things yeah. that you spoke about played into it. Yeah, but, like, it was easy for me to play the back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was I was very comfortable there. That's where I like to stay a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like even to this day, that's why it's so hard for me to what you're talking about in respect to like self promotion. Mm-hmm. It's so hard for me to like actively talk about the things that I'm doing and who who I am, quote unquote, or like what my persona is because yeah. I it's so not me. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like have finding things organically should still be a thing that people do mm-hmm. but that's not the society that's not how things that's work that's not where we're at now not in this anymore. digital age yeah. and so like it's just really difficult for me to kind of get into a mind space of like talking about myself yeah who I am and what I'm doing and what I'm you know working towards mm-hmm. um being on here and talking to you makes that a little easier little but easier, it's yeah. still really it's still hard. an adjustment yeah i no, and and thanks for sharing a little bit of your your experience with that mine was definitely the seeds were definitely planted as a child yeah and i think for me it was just um growing in the in the very african hierarchical <laughs> household that i grew in yeah. it was very much what so is it out of sight out of, I yeah what it's like like Children just to be seen and yes heard, like you just you it's it's very you know it was i was never i didn't grow up in like i think that's like a black american thing like the yes sir yes man uh-huh. it wasn't to that extent oh really no no oh. no, no no but it was still very <laughs> mu- oh was yours like oh, that yes. oh also africans do that too yes. i thought it was and just I, like black yes, folk. Ma'am, but like i had to like i remember <laughs> story time um like my dad was like really a, a huge stickler on that like when he would call call us or How whatever would he want to be like i couldn't or... just i couldn't just say yes to him what like i had to say to yes do? daddy oh, or like okay. that whole kind of thing okay. and i was just like nigga what's the, why are we doing the this fuck are you doing? <laughs> what do you want what do you need me to get like no, all of that African stuff men but enjoy like, their uh, their power uh, and their feelings of it uh, they're very they're rather attached so to it. ridiculous but yeah. yeah so yeah no i had to that was the thing not oh, ma'am or okay. sir but yes was, like my mom was a little bit more like i couldn't say what like i hate when i hear that shit now but like uh-huh. yes yes daddy yes yeah, yeah that it. was the huge thing. no so i think for me it was just it was that i mean yeah we the the expectation um obviously was like a hundred percent for sure it's an mm-hmm. a you know mm-hmm. like oh you like oh you got a minus that's not good enough yeah. like it should why is it not an a or that kind of thing so so i think that's why for me because i was i was a straight a student mm-hmm. the 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 b once in the bluest of moons <laughs> um so 
like academic excellence mm-hmm. was always the expectation. Yeah. So for me, it was never really re- it was never really rewarded. You were because you because that's like the you expectation. Were to, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that perspective has stuck with me a little bit. Mm. Where it's like this is this is just what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know. The, this is just it. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah. So I think no. that stuck with me to a I certain extent. You. And then also, I think the awkwardness of not knowing how to respond now as an adult when people are, you know, uh, blowing me up, giving me, showing me love, that kind of thing, is because that didn't happen all that often as a child. It, it did. I'm not going to say I, I was devoid yeah. of, you know, that God, yeah, yeah, it happened. But that was far in between. Really? That, there wasn't a, it wasn't a, there wasn't a culture. You know, like how we talk about that on yeah, work, yeah. like a culture yeah, of yeah. gratitude or culture. Like it seems like at your job, yeah, there yes. seems like they very much have a culture that is, of yes, that. Yes. That wasn't the culture in my house. Yeah. It was, it came now it's and so, then. It's so, but, like you're saying, there was definitely an expectation for my brother and I to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my mother, it took her a little bit, but she recognized that like, I'm not going to be the straight A student, but when I get my, like my B pluses and my B, like those are, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And she did a really good job of like, of, of making my accomplishments uh, matter to her because mm-hmm. that's, that's all you want is like mm-hmm. the gratification from your parents mm-hmm. that like, okay, th- I'm doing the things that you want me to do. Yep. I'm going in the direction that you want for my life, but it was different with my brother. And I think I always felt, felt that. Or, that. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think with me and my mother, and, and it's something I'm, I'm a lot more aware of now, especially after going through therapy. And I, I knew it even before then. Um, my mom is probably the most pragmatic person I okay. know. And I've definitely, that the pragmatic side of me uh-huh. is from my mother. Okay. So, so very much in that same sense where like, just, just viewing the whole world as like, not, 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 like black and white but just like you do what you have to do and you do yeah yeah, very matter of factly like it's not like this big thing yeah it's not any of that you just did your job that's from our mom yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's not from my dad the 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 power dynamics or that part might Mm -hmm. be from my dad but Mm -hmm. the whole like just like this is just a thing like why are we it's not that big of a deal deal. that's from my mom yeah that's from my mom i wonder though because i think growing up she's become more celebratory of us i wonder where that that's come from or maybe she realizes that that's important like people need that i think so i think, I think so. so you know we all evolved they're doing yeah. their own evolution yeah, as well yeah. we, we yeah. tend to forget I, that because i think about like high school college mm-hmm. especially like once Yorinchi kind of started and mm-hmm. she was realizing that oh this is like a thing thing mm-hmm. like definitely bigging me up and like you know um celebrating all of the little accomplishments and opportunities opportunities that I get like I definitely it definitely feels very different than when I was no, it a does child. Not. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it's great. It's on her part, you yeah, know. That's sure. that's a good thing. My mom's the great. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a, a imposter syndrome test. Yes. That we both took. Yes. And I don't know, we don't need to go through the questions. But, oh no! I, I mean, I don't think we have them in unless you have them in front of you. It was, it, but basically, it was a. It's a pretty short test. Yeah, there was a series of questions that yeah. asked you to kind of gauge where you are, or, right. or, or how much this might be something that that uh, that affects you. Yeah. So um, like, it was kind of like, 
Um, and we'll share it out. Yeah. For anyone okay, who perfect. wants to take so, it, yeah. we'll add it um, as a link for you guys to check it out. Because I think it's worth it's worth jumping on mm-hmm. and, and getting a read of where you might It was be. interesting to me. Yeah. It where was. Well, where did you end up? on? It, I, the scale's from 0 to 100, everybody, yeah. by the way. So I I, got, I scored a 57. Okay. I was at a 53. Yeah. So yeah. we're neighbors. We're in the, <laughs> in the same neighborhood. Um, And so it says that, um, and I think yours is literally the same thing. Yeah. If we're that close, I'm sure yeah. it's the same um, uh, analysis. You. Um, did you want me to read it or did you want to read it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. Okay. Um, it says you may you may take pride in some of your achievements, but still struggle to take full ownership of them. Sometimes, in spite of all that you have accomplished and the effort you put into achieving it, you feel like a bit of an imposter. Mm-hmm. As a result, you may attribute some of your success to factors beyond your control, and therefore feel like you haven't entirely earned the respect and praise mm-hmm. that you were given. Mm-hmm. You want to believe that you are worthy of success, but can't fully convince yourself. Yep. And I, that's again, yep. I don't. Need yep. to say anything. Yep. <laughs> like that's spot on. But it's crazy to me because like I know that I work hard. Yeah. And I know that I put forth a lot of effort in everything that I do. Mm-hmm. And I know the reason why I am successful is because of said work. Mm-hmm. The thing that makes me uncomfortable is the praise. That's the part. That is the only part. Like I don't well, I don't feel like I don't if I am successful that I don't earn, I didn't earn it because like this is, I'm lucky or, mm-hmm. you know, things just panned out. I am aware that I've worked very hard to achieve everything that I've received. Okay. But, um, and I'm not going to sit up here and say that, you know, there have been circumstances where things were out of my control and I was just very fortunate to be in the right place at the right time or know the right person to connect to the right. Oh, and that's every, that's exactly. Yeah. But, like that is the praise is something that makes me a little uncomfortable, but I've realized when I don't get it and I know that I'm deserving of it. Yeah. That also fucks oh, with same. me. So same. I don't same. what do we do? Like <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Well, we're born a week apart. <laughs> we're, we're the same person in a lot of regards. Because um, I know for me, and I was thinking as you were describing it, um, a good way to kind of maybe conceptualize it. Because it sounds like what you're saying is you're you're very aware of the hard work you've put in. Yeah. So I would I would think of that as the seed. Yeah. You've planted this seed mm-hmm. in the ground and mm-hmm. you've spent a lot of time cultivating the and land, nurturing it, nurturing yep. it fertilizer, watering yep. it. Mm-hmm. But you are uncomfortable with the product of that seed, the fruit. You don't you feel like the fruit isn't something that needs to be something I'm- that you're uh, applauded for that fruit would not have be, uh, come to be what it is without sure the work that you put sure. in, in in making sure. an environment for it to prosper sure. does that make sense i'm i'm uncomfortable with how much people talk about how yummy this fruit is okay that's what i see is a little i see and not that i don't appreciate it and yeah. it is it isn't something that i i cherish especially when I know that it's coming from people who really mean it. Mm-hmm. It just makes, it's like, okay, guys, stop looking at me. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 And I wonder how much of that, I'm sure maybe some of that has to do with our uh, astrology, you know, like Capricorn. <laughs> cause, Cause I think that is a common thing just with, uh, not to get too deep into it, but just with other earth signs. Okay. So that's our, our, the Virgos and the Taurus. My sister's a Taurus, uh-huh. more or less the same. I've, I've, dated a bunch of Virgos I know they can 
more or less have that same mind. Just as Earth yeah. signs, okay. we don't. That's not. That's more like the air and uh-huh. the who need the spotlight. Yeah, your Leos no. of the world. No. That's just not how we move. Yeah. Re- respect me. Appreciate yes, me. Yes. Respect is huge. For love, us. That, love that. That is a thing. But yeah. I don't need you to. I don't need the limelight. Yeah, I don't no. need the spotlight no. on me. I don't. I don't particularly care for it. It's, it makes me like at my fashion show, I, and I was. That was a culmination of a year of work mm-hmm. like blood sweat tears. the one in 2016 2016 okay i was i literally had thought i thought through everything outside yeah of every element once the show was over and everybody wants to take a picture with you and everybody wants to tell you how amazing it was and i was just like i don't want to this deal with lot, anything right? please everybody <laughs> leave me alone like and you can't say that you no, because no, everybody no is here to and support your friends you. won't let you get no. away as they shouldn't no and i'm uh, they Chad's shouldn't like bitch if y'all take yeah. stand here just take stand all these pictures the and i was like i don't want it make is your anymore. awkward face <laughs> we're gonna go through this and i and i appreciate my friends who've done that for me yeah. as well it's like nah chill the fuck out like and it's so funny because i guess you up because i because we're both person not personalities in the respect of like this is a job that we do but i think we have really open and like inviting personalities yeah for sure and i think people think that because of that like i like to be the center of attention and oh, that is no. the farthest no, 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 no. i don't need that from any place i want to be mm-hmm. or like i get i get a lot of times like oh because like i dress nice <laughs> that like all of i want to be seen oh and well it's i like, don't dress nice so that ain't even it for me <laughs> But I like, can't own that one. I'm just like, no, I like this thing. And I just bought, like, you know, I think that people think that like, it, I, I'm only going to speak for me, but yeah, like, no, go ahead. that like, I'm somebody who doesn't mind having people gawk at me. I see. I see. And I do. I see. It is not comfortable for uh, yeah, me. Yeah. 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 You know, but I, and it's so funny. Oh, well, you're making a connection that I hadn't even thought of. Oh. We, we've been talking about this completely in the professional sense. Uh huh. It also, I think, has to do with, um, oh, you know, the romance. The, the romance. Yeah, because you made me think of that. Like, I know now, you know, the, the glow up came late. So now, <laughs> again, there's that yeah. imposter. I'm like, when people are like, oh, you're handsome. I'm like, am I? <laughs> what are you, you talking your about? Clean your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, clear talking about. Chill no, out. No, that's so funny. That's and, very and I think, true. I think they all tie into each other. Because there, there was a guy that I was, I was dealing with. Um, you told me once upon a time in season one oh, to boy. not say dealing with. Oh, yes. Well, uh-huh. I don't know what we were doing. Uh-huh. We were dating. Oh, there we, we go. We were dating. All right. We were dating. All right. You're right. All right. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. <laughs> I tried that and you told we, me, no, nope, we ain't I doing did. that. I yoinked it. I yoinked it. <laughs> um, so we were dating mm. and he kept commenting on the amount of people who were looking at me while we were like in the street. People or men? Because I think that's a no, little different. No, people. Just people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, particularly other women who were still Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I, as someone who occupies a lot of space in the world, mm-hmm. I, and I've chosen to not pay attention to that anymore because I can't. Like, Are I, you saying in the physical sense yeah. or just even your personality? I just, uh, for whatever reason, people seem to be think of you as what like a lot yeah but like not only that like when i walk down the street people i do feel people looking at me okay 
I'm aware. Mind your business. Thank you. you. And she, I literally am just like, I, every time I'm like, is my fly down? Do I yeah, have something yeah. on my like, shirt? What's like, what's going on? on? Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm just walking down the street, just like you're Mind walking my down black the street. Business. Exactly. Yeah. But he continued to comment. He was like, oh, did you see how this person looked at you? Or why are people are really looking at you? And I was like, why are you, why are you so like, yeah, consumed by that? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very strange to me. But like, I, he was like, how, but how do you not realize this? And I was like, I don't Just, pay attention to, to it. it out. Yeah, yeah, because I, I can't focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I think that would <laughs> increase the level of anxiety that I already have mm-hmm. if I was paying attention to how much people were paying attention to Oh, yeah, to me. that would be, yeah, that's, that's, that's insane. a lot. Yeah. So I, I wonder if, I don't, I don't know that I feel like an imposter in the physical sense or like, no, I don't think, I think it's more so, do you also sometimes have that? No, I think it's different for you in this sense. I think you, you, and, and it's something I, I, I like about you, you're very, while you sometimes struggle with, you know, how you view yourself mm-hmm. and how, you know, the world views you, mm-hmm. I think you are very solid in your understanding of I'm a badass. But That's like, it. You are firm in that. Like, Thank you. So I feel like if somebody yeah. were to compliment you, like in a respectful way, yeah. say, oh, you look gorgeous. Or, I would just you say like, thank you. You say thank you like, I've, I've heard you say I know a few times. I when I When I've <laughs> given you a compliment, you're like, I know. I, I've not made it that far in my walk yet. Ah. So I feel like you're even a few steps okay. ahead of me. Where, but like, I only do that with people that like, I love it. No, I know. I like, know. I would never I say know. that to a stranger, but yeah, I do yeah, do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to get there. Yeah. Where I can be like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have my handsome days. You do. I have my, and I feel like I have, I, yesterday was one I was wasted. I didn't go nowhere. <laughs> so I was at the it office like eight. Lot. Right? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I was, yeah, prepping, getting everything ready uh, for the podcast. Um, so, yeah, I got to learn from you, I yeah. guess. So I just, I was interested as you were talking, I was like, I'm sure there's connections to other, other parts things, of our lives sure. besides just professional. Yeah, I didn't even think about it like that, yeah. but that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's also jump into the types of, because we, we, we talked about a little bit initially, mm-hmm. but just the types of people who can maybe sure. struggle with, with feeling like they're an imposter in certain spaces. Okay. Um, so it was a nice little... Um, a list art- of them. Yeah, a list yep. of them that you found. This was, I think, from Time Magazine. And I'll just... I'll, I'll rattle them off, and then you you let me know, you know, what you think. There's, okay. There's perfectionists. Mm-hmm. I'm a recovering perfectionist, is how oh, I you, was trying to describe you're trying it. to recover from that? Yeah, because sometimes it's very... It's, it's not... My perfectionism sometimes, especially when it comes to, I'm trying to think of the context where that comes out the most, probably photography, like with editing, for uh-huh. example. I'll just get caught up way too far in the weeds Got where it. I'm like obsessing over this tiny little detail and it's like that no one else is, is ever will gonna see or ever think about. see or yeah. even think about the yeah. slightest. And I spent like two hours on it. Oh, boy. That's just not productive. Yeah. Is how I view my perfectionism okay. now. Like when it is productive, I embrace it and I use it to, to, uh, hone my skill and my mm-hmm. work and my craft but the other parts where it's just me just being in my head mm-hmm. and wanting to be just quote unquote perfect I've I've learned or I'm learning I'll say to kind of just let that go yeah a small part of me feels like I have like perfectionist traits but then other parts of me I'm just like no <laughs> like mm-hmm. I do I like for things to be done well mm-hmm. whatever that means mm-hmm. for the particular thing I like Aesthetics is very important to me. Things being neat and precise is very important to me. But, like, I'm not somebody who's going to over-obsess 
about us put, like if we can't get there we just can't get there and and one sentence they use that i think wrong true with me it says any small mistake will make them question their own competence i'll think like just the just early this week at work it was a small thing not even a big thing um um i had to do some financial forms mm-hmm. um um for to expense something and i put it in the wrong cost center okay simple mistake yeah. it's not that it's not even that big of a deal uh-huh. but like i remember when it came out during our team meeting that i made a mistake i was like what like i was I like couldn't get over i was it. like why the fuck i yeah. was like that's so dumb why yeah. would i do that like yeah. i was like not apologizing profusely but i was like my bad i'm yeah. sorry like yeah. when it's not even that big of a deal yeah. but for me it's like like i know that I work with a better level of yeah. qual- like detail and quality than that. That's that's interesting because like there are times or like if I like miss misspeak or yeah. I say the the wrong word or mm-hmm. the wrong phrase, mm-hmm. like it's it it's not something maybe that I will like over apologize for, but it doesn't leave me. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's, it was it was, it, it was a little nagging. Exactly yep, exactly yep, in my yep. head. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one they they the next kind of person. Um, it was experts mm-hmm. so it's people like feel they need to know every piece of information before they start a project mm. and that can be very and i've been there too Absolutely. that can be very uh it's like a prison mm-hmm. it's like I, you mm-hmm. you get stuck you know what do they call paralysis by analysis yes. you've just you're trying to think of all these and that ties into the perfectionism and you do all that and then you don't move exactly. you're just stuck you don't even move in any direction because you feel like you're you're not qualified or you're not ready or you can't you know yeah that was i i i don't consider myself an expert but i do feel like um i've stifled myself in my growth because i didn't have all of the pieces that I felt like I needed in place before I can do this thing Mm -hmm. like I need like even when it comes to my fashion like I don't have main labels I don't have a dress rack I don't have like all Mm -hmm. of these things I don't have this type of sewing machine or that type of sewing machine or my iron is not like all of those things that can stop you from just doing starting from just starting yeah getting some momentum yeah Yeah. I've definitely been in that space before and the one that really jumped out to me was um they won't apply for a job if they don't meet all the criteria in the post. And God knows how many times I've done that. Especially women. I'm like, women. oh, this looks, yeah. this looks like a good fit. Yeah. But then there's like one thing. One out of a list of 10 yeah, or requirements. Like two. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn, nah. nah and I'm like, no, everybody and people. I tell my brother is a recruiter and he's like, mm-hmm. no, no, apply for the fucking job. Oh, so he knows. Yeah. Thing. It's yeah, not yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. world. Yeah. I, I, you kind of, you take yourself out of the game yeah. so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, crazy. yeah. Um, and what the, the the I think the interesting dichotomy for me is like I'm able to understand all of this for other people. Never like, conceded myself. And ne- exactly. Yeah. Like if yeah. it was you applying yeah. for a position, like nah, what the fuck are you talking about? Go, Apply. Yeah, 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 you'd be great yeah, at. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> you do the I'm same just, thing to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just here like, ooh. Ugh. This was the one that absolutely stuck out to me. Was okay. the, the natural genius? Mm. So oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. They, they, the when the natural genius has to struggle, work hard to accomplish something, he or she thinks this means they're not good enough. Mm. They're used to skills coming easily, and when they're put in effort, their brain tells them that 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 I'm sorry, their brain tells them that's proof they're an imposter, and that's, that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I completely can understand that. Um, yeah, that's it on that. <laughs> I mean, like, you don't have anything. What else no, am I supposed to yeah, say? That, yeah, that's, that's, that's my archetype yeah. in this list. Yeah. Um, next was soloists. The, these folks who feel like they have to accomplish tax on their own, and if they need to ask for help, they think that this means they're a failure or fraud. This is I've, me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I've had parts of that, too. Yeah. Where, But I think for me, sometimes, 
It's it, all these are mixed in. It's yeah. a big ball for me. It's like because I know how particular I am with my work. I'd ra- I'll do it because I know that you're not gonna do it to the way. Yeah, to the level that I feel like it should be done because yeah. I've seen how you your other work is. Yeah. So I'm a, I got it. Yeah. But usually what that ends up. You're carrying a lot of um, loads just, by yourself. Just yep. doing a whole yep. bunch of other people's work, yep. and and now I'm just exhausted and yep. frustrated. Yeah. 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 Like, there's <laughs> nothing else to say. Ugh. And then the last one was Superman or Superwomen push themselves to work harder than those around them to prove that they're not imposters. They feel the need to succeed in all aspects of life. So this is work, parents, partners, and may feel stressed when they're not accomplishing something. That is, that's me. And usually what I've noticed from these these folks mm-hmm. is there's definitely, they, 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 they of everyone on this list are usually the ones who are the least self-aware. Because yes. usually these people are hyper successful, yep. super accomplished mm-hmm great in whatever their field is yep. whether it's at work or they you know they're amazing parents but meanwhile for them they the way they're viewing the way they've internalized it is like i'm nothing. just failing at everything yeah yep. yep. so those yep. people whenever you hear them like I, usually and this is me now knowing this archetype i need to approach those people in differently because yeah. usually my reaction is like what is it's wrong like, with you? What the yeah. fuck are you mm-hmm. talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. killing it at yeah. work. You, I don't know. You're making six figures. You're yeah. doing this. You're doing that. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? So I think reading this made me realize, like, even those people yeah. struggle with those feelings sometimes. Yeah. And I I mean, I think that's the the superwoman is one that I, um, I feel the closest connected to, especially in the respect that it, it doesn't just solely mean in the work that you do mm-hmm. like I think that I overextend myself in my personal relationships mm-hmm. a great deal to prove that like A I'm deserving of them mm-hmm. or like that they're of importance to me um, because I think when it comes to work at least for me or like um, any of my professional goals I there's no fear in that because I know the amount of effort that I'm going to put into this thing will yield the results that I want got it but when dealing with other people mm-hmm. there's always more variables absolutely and so I feel like I need to do so much more work to to prove that that I can be successful in this field, especially since I'm, that's one of the the places where I have been the least successful. Mm-hmm. And so like, that was like, Ooh, shit. Fuck. Yeah. That one, that mm-hmm. one, that one spoke to that you. That hit me a little hard. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was the, 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 the Nash- genius and the soloist. Yeah. 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 And perfection. And like I said, a little them. bit of all of them. Yeah. A <laughs> little bit of all of them. Yeah. Um, so I think we talked a little bit about um, we've talked about how we've experienced it, mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of like science or studies about um, why certain people experience them. Mm-hmm. And I thought one part out of the, the the research that you found, and and this I think plays especially in the workplace, mm-hmm. is how discrimination ties mm, into that. This fucked me, yeah, all the yeah, way, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. But made like all of the sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discrimination can also play a major role in spurring imposter feelings. This is especially true whenever you belong to a group from for whom there are stereotypes about competence, yep. and. I can speak on that, but you can speak on that even more so as as a black, as a black woman because mm-hmm. you're you're at the intersection of both of those mm-hmm. marginalized groups of mm-hmm. so a black woman and a female. So mm-hmm. I, I'd be curious how that's played out. For yeah, you. I think I mean it's it's definitely something that I grapple with 
especially coming into this new workspace, leaving such um, a toxic one that mm-hmm. that I had where you and I were mm-hmm. working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was very hard for me to figure out how, how I wanted to make myself known and mm-hmm. the impact that I wanted to make in this new environment. Um, it's another nonprofit, predominantly white, like all of those. Oh, even where you are now. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of those fears kind of followed me I'm sure. yeah. to this new place. And I work in operations now mm-hmm. as opposed to programmatically yep. where yep. I was Before. with you. And I think that there is in the operations field, facilities work is where you see a lot of black people. Mm just traditionally okay and i a small part of me feels like there there is a mindset that people who work in facilities and operations are not as um intelligent okay as people who work in like research yeah, or other, programs other departments. or exactly mm-hmm. devo communications those mm-hmm. kinds of things mm-hmm. and a small part of me felt a little insecure about that and felt like I needed to over compensate overcompensate okay because I didn't want people to think that like I wasn't all the things that I am yeah yeah, you know what I'm saying or that I don't come with this wealth of knowledge Mm -hmm. and experience and um and all of those things and I actually this past weekend while we were moving into our new space, um, my team, who is predominantly white, but our supervisor is, I'm sorry, predominantly black, excuse me, but our supervisor is white. Mm-hmm. We had a very honest conversation about how we feel people see our roles in this new space. Okay. And, um, and it was eye-opening because there is so much that this team does to make this organization run yeah it it wouldn't run without you and it's so it's so sad to to think that people that they can are they can feel you know the they can feel that people the the look down on Mm. aspect oh you feel that of the work that they do and it doesn't help that we're all people of color, mm-hmm. predominantly black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Working in, this in, a, in a predominantly service, white space. Exactly. Yeah. And, and in a service role. Mm-hmm. And just um, all the optics involved with yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot to think about. And you don't, you don't want to feel like you don't deserve the respect that you, you're getting from other people because some people don't choose not to see you in that way exactly yeah so it's it, it's it was kind of something like it, the conversation that we had this weekend really messed me up and then prepping for this and seeing that aspect of it was like shit that's something that i've really been walking around with my mm-hmm. entire life because it's always been important for me to really show up and show the fuck out because i know people think that a i'm gonna come here and be loud yep. and have an attitude yep. Yep. or be lazy and not want to you know do my due diligence or like whenever I send an all staff email and I make a mistake or I there's a typo like I beat myself up about this so much because I know I I, there's a notion that like 
I'm not as smart as I probably, you know what I'm saying? Like no, all of that kind I of do. stuff like lives, I do. lives with you and you walk with that, unfortunately, every day. And it's not just the weight, it's that it's the weight that you just described. But I think especially for us as, as people of color, um, there's also the weight of having to kind of uh, represent your entire race. A hundred percent. So like you're not only worrying about what people are going to think about you, right. but you also have the the weight or the, the thought of... The next black girl exactly, that's going to join. Exactly, the next black girl that's exactly, going to be on my team. Exactly. Like I, we had a very similar conversation with... Um, there are two, there are three women, there are two women in development and they're, they were adding another one and they were kind of talking about like prepping her for what life is going to be about you know, working a in development, but also in a predominantly white organization and like all of that kind of stuff. And mm. I don't think that white people or even other, other people of color think about the level of responsibility you feel as a black person. No, no, I don't think because that's not, that's foreign to yeah. them. They don't move through, they don't navigate the world that through way. that lens yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been afforded the privilege to not have to do yeah. that so that so i, I think there are somewhere where, where, where when you have that conversation with them you know they 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 get it mm-hmm. they understand it but but that's not their experience exactly. basically yeah and, and i'm happy you brought that part up because that's why i've always um i've always thought it's important for for minorities and all of the groups who are in that term whether that's us as black folk or people of color or women in some spaces mm-hmm. or lgbtq yeah. you know just minorities in general that's why i think is it's so important for us to create our own spaces where we can establish our own sense of community our sure. own platforms yeah. and support each Others, other exactly because the one thing that we have to keep in mind is a lot of the a lot of the environments we often find ourselves in day to day were never designed to For see us, us yep. succeed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. thrive mm-hmm. so a lot of that angst a lot of that frustration we feel is because we're trying to survive and and thrive in these environments that were never built for us yeah and that that the i'm living in a space of thriving i feel like for so long we as black women and i'll speak specifically for that like it was just like let's just get through the day let's Mm -hmm. just get through the day let's Mm -hmm. just get through the day Mm -hmm. and see the next and i it is that is such a daunting mindset to have yeah. like you you don't see a lot of what's the cost of that on on you on your, th- on your mental everything. well-being on your physical yeah. body like it is health. so draining yeah and i i mean i think from conversations that i've had with you and conversations that we had when we were on around the way curls it's like i don't want to live in that space where i'm just seeing That's myself through the day of. yeah i want yeah, yeah. i want to be happy yeah i want there to be joy in everything that i do and i mean there are going to be I'm, it's not going to happen to me every day but i that is the goal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes you have to rid yourself of the burdens that you are in it, you know they're gonna follow you mm-hmm. but I don't want to own that shit and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be responsible for what how other people see me or what, what other people are thinking about of me or any of those things anymore mm-hmm. so no for sure and I, and that and I think that is a big part of that coming to that realization for yourself yeah. and, and in and in that way freeing yourself of yeah. that burden yeah and then also if and when you can 
finding other like-minded people. Um, so, for example, um, I'll use myself as an example. If you're in marketing, mm -hmm. finding uh, – mm -hmm. and then this is out there. I came to find this out from, from a few other people. Finding a professional organization that's just for black marketers mm -hmm. and people in advertising because you're going to find a much better – sense of of accomplishment and i think acceptance support. and support mm -hmm. that's the big part of support mm -hmm. when you're amongst your own and especially for us as people of color um a, a lot of times we find ourselves in spaces that We're are predominantly white and mm -hmm. you might be the only black person mm -hmm. or you might be the only um latinx mm -hmm. you know whatever or maybe you're the only gay person mm -hmm. at your job just stuff like that and i think the the person who put it best for me was uh was Solange? This is going back to 2017 when, when you know, Beyonce put together this amazing body of work mm. that is Lemonade, Honey. and just unfortunately, you know, she was nominated for nine awards that night, and only walked away with two, mm -hmm. and not with a big one mm -hmm. being, you know, like album the, of, of the, the year. year yeah. Um, and her sister, in the wake of that, after the show on Twitter, she said, "Create your own committees, build your own institutions." Give your friends awards, award yourself, and be the gold you want to hold, my G's. Mm. And that was just a bar for yeah. me. Because I think that's the only way that we'll do what you were talking about, thrive. Mm -hmm. we're, we're never going to thrive in the white supremacist, capitalist. Some of us make it, yeah. the one-offs yeah. here and there. But, it is but a, as a community, yeah. as a people, we're never. this was never built for us. Absolutely. This was never our birthright. Yeah. And the only way we're going to make it out alive and happy and thrive is if we find this amongst ourselves yeah yeah oh that's perfect yeah and though the one thing that i think would be good to leave people with before we go mm -hmm. is just like what what all right so we know this is something we deal with <laughs> but what do you do with it how do yeah, you deal with it how, how do you, do you cope with, yeah. how do you rid yourself or yeah. not rid yourself how do you maybe make this less of your identity sure you know what i mean so there there were a couple of um back to the of harvard harvard. The harvard business <laughs> review they had um a couple of of things that you can do to overcome imposter syndrome um kind of what you were just talking about seeking support mm -hmm. um, everyone needs help recognize that you can seek assistance and that you don't have to do everything alone yep, this yep. will give you a good reality check and help you to talk things through mm -hmm. and whether that's in with your friends or your family or with your this new uh community that you've built with like-minded people yep. who are working in the same field as you who look like you mm -hmm. finding people who can support you through this imposter yeah 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 because unfortunately talk you out of it talk, talk you, you through it right. and out of it exactly yeah. all of us i think they even said about 70 70, yeah, 70. Of people yeah most of deal us deal with this so this is not a foreign concept this is not some you don't you're not crazy yeah so finding people that can who are like-minded as you who can support you through it i think is really important it's a big one yeah and I a, a few other ones that I thought um, were important um, was to recognize imposter feelings. Mm -hmm. So meaning as soon as you get that inkling, that trickle of an emotion yeah. of like, oh, I'm not good enough, checking yourself right there in uh, the moment. Nip it in the butt. Um, stop right there. Because yep. one thing I've always, I've always, and it's something I heard probably within the past years, like if you're ever in a room, you were, you're supposed to you be there. You're supposed to be yeah. there. Yep. That's, that's a space you belong in. Yeah. Otherwise, you never would have made it there. Exactly. So I think that's a good way to kind of put that in check is like nah i'm i'm supposed to I'm be right here where i'm supposed to be. i'm supposed yeah. to have a seat at this table yeah. um and then also finding ways for you to feel more confident in 
giving yourself a voice mm-hmm. even in those mm-hmm. spaces where you know you, you might not be as well represented yeah um i like another one that i really liked was reframe fa- reframe failure as a learning opportunity huh. what's that one mean find out the lessons and use them constructively in the future this is a critical lesson for everyone and okay. this is something that i'm really trying to do better on like i'm really good at beating myself up on make on mistakes that i've made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just understanding that it's done we we've lived through it we've we've moved on from it what can i learn from that situation so that i don't repeat the same mistakes yep. or that you can enable me to do something different in the future that's kind of where i'm i'm moving towards as opposed to like harping on this mistake that i've made that you and did and yeah. Again. yeah and and we'll share out this full list mm-hmm. on on one of the pictures we use for this week's episode sure. so um we won't get into all of them but the one last one that i wanted that that stuck with me um, well, two. Damn, I want to give them all, but y'all, y'all see them. But these two, I feel like are are connected. Um, talk about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I think it's good when you have this conversation with other people, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, I'm not the only yeah. motherfucker out here, you know, Killing struggling myself. with this yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing." And then also being kind to yourself. Amen. You know, we remember, that. yeah, remember that you're entitled to make small mistakes occasionally, or even big ones. They don't have to be small <laughs> yeah. ones. And just being able to come to a point where you can forgive yourself. And also being able to reward yourself uh, when you do things right. When you do things right, so yeah. not just harping on the bad, but when it's how like about when things are good? Appreciating yourself yeah. for the good. Treat yourself. That's it. That's yes. it. Yes. Uh, well, this was a really great conversation. Um, I thank you so much for like helping me to kind of work through this a little yeah, bit of course. because I was. When we talked about having this conversation, I was like, well, well, we, I don't, that's not something, I'm not in the process, like, I don't get it. But then, mm-hmm. and then having that conversation with this new colleague, I was like, wait, fuck, am I? Is there <laughs> and then hearing on? the definition and be like, and, oh, oh, okay. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, oh, okay. This has kind of been like a, a learning. <laughs> I've been seeking support and no, being kind good. to myself and doing all of those kind of things mm-hmm. here. And I just thank you for giving me the opportunity to kind of explore that. I um, mean, you guys, thank you for listening so much. Um, this is a another episode of the work bay podcast with nan and obi um feel free to uh follow us on instagram at work bay pod uh, definitely uh like obi says all the time getting them comments yeah, feel free yeah, to share any there, experiences that you guys have had with mm-hmm. imposter syndrome um ways that you've kind of coped with it or overcome it um with this we want to build a community with everybody so definitely share your experiences with us feel free to also send us an email at workbaypod at gmail.com um obi is there anything else you want to leave with the people you can have an imposter moment, yes, but not an imposter life. That's it. So you have these little pockets, right? <laughs> the mic's on the stand; otherwise, I would have dropped it. Um, but no, just remember that. Every, just, I think that's a, one thing I was remind myself when I try to tell other people to do is to always look at things with a level of perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going through this little thing right now, and I'm feeling weird about where I'm at in my you know career or whatever it may be but just always have that perspective yeah, yeah. This, this, it's a now thing yeah. it's not a forever thing yeah. I'm not a failure yeah. you know I'm not yeah. this big you know yeah okay. um, but that's it hope y'all have a good week yes and we will see you on the next episode bye have a good week just watch me fake it, fake it.